It's a Monday, as per usual, we've got uh, Oprah Ndaba, the engineered mind to win and succeed and conquer on the most exciting day of the week. Braveli, good morning this morning. Happy Monday. Uh, very good uh, uh, morning and a very happy Monday to you, Bamatla. Are you well? Ah, Braveli, it's Monday. Excitement is in the air. Uh, for some people, Monday, obviously, you know, we are at uh, slow gear, as it were. Yes, it is. So we need to sort that one out. It's time to buck the trend and find it exciting as uh, another chance to do things better that uh, we couldn't do well last week. Yes, we have to start from from scratch and fix whatever has to be fixed that didn't uh, go well last week. Does it have to do with anything around the way we see ourselves, the way we perceive ourselves, and the way people perceive us? Absolutely correct. You know, I normally say that how you see yourself determines what you see for yourself. What that means is that you cannot see or you cannot fight for a five if you see yourself as a three. It's all about how you see yourself. Those people who keep on winning, it's because they see themselves as winners. And those who don't win, they mostly don't see themselves as winners. So it's all about changing the picture that you see of yourself in your mind. And that actually changes so many other things. You know, as human beings, who are the, you know, like the most intelligent and the most creative species in the world. And if you think of a tree, for an example, a tree doesn't grow halfway and stops, you know, because of the circumstances around it. But the tree will always send its roots down to the ground or to the soil and stretches them wider. And it will grow as tall as it can grow and stretch its wings, I mean, like its branches, as wide as possible. But only us human beings are self-regulating. We are the ones who are doubting ourselves. Trees don't doubt themselves. And I truly believe that we can actually learn from them because, I mean, it's nature. Why do we have to be dictated to by the circumstances around us? So this will actually change the way you see ourselves to say, I have the potential. I have greatness. I have the power to unleash the highest version of myself, because that's what we are all about. We did not live or we were not born just to uh, grow halfway, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and and career-wise as well, and just settle for mediocrity. Because it's something that, you know, you can run away from something that runs after you, but you cannot outdistance that that is within you. So if you are living a life that is not you. That is not associated with the highest version of yourself. You'll always feel there's a gap in your life. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what things and people that you have around you. But if you are not what you are meant to be, then you'll always feel that there's a gap. Now, in life, how you see yourself determines two things. It determines whether you're going to show up in life with a growth mindset or with a fixed mindset. And there are four things that 
you apply this growth mindset or fixed mindset, or that show whether you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. These things are the effort, the challenges, the mistakes, and then the feedback. Let me start with the effort. If you show if you show up in life with a fixed mindset, when it comes to um, to effort, you you avoid it. You know, people who are showing up with a fixed mindset, they believe that you shouldn't be putting too much effort in anything that you do because you are either born with it or you're not born with it. Now, that's a fixed mindset kind of thinking. But when you show up with a growth mindset, when it comes to effort, you work harder because you know that there's nothing that you get without applying yourself. You know, no effort, then no results. That's what you believe in. So you grow through putting effort. So that's point number one. Then point number two is challenges. People with a fixed mindset who believe that you are born, you know, with with greatness, that you are born with, you know, uh, uh, good things. You don't have to, you know, work so hard for them. So when they start meeting challenges, they just freeze. You know, they, 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 they avoid challenges because they feel like they are being exposed, that they are not good enough. Now, that's a fixed mindset. But a person who shows up with a growth mindset embraces challenges because they know that it's only through challenges that they can actually grow. Growth comes through challenges. You can learn and become the best when you encounter and, and, and sort of like go through these challenges and learn to become the best that you can be. Because a life without challenges, then it means that you are not strong enough. So effort, challenges, and then the third one is mistakes. A person with a fixed mindset, they don't want to make mistakes. Mistakes are a no-no. You know, they will always try to do everything to avoid making mistakes. Even if they make a mistake, they will make excuses. Oh, no, it wasn't me. Oh, I made a mistake, but it's because of so-and-so. No, it's because of the government. Oh, it's not because they didn't give me enough resources. Oh, it's because I didn't have enough time. Oh, it's because they didn't give me that support. So there will always be excuses made when a mistake is made. But a person with a growth mindset, they use these mistakes to learn because they know that you have to learn to fail fast. Bra- now, to Bravelli, fail fast j- just there, Bravelli, what, 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 the person with the growth mindset, is this when when mistakes happen, is this the kind of person who will try and find out how that mistake happened? What is it that they missed? What gaps were there that facilitated the occurrence of the mistake? Absolutely. Because they know that mistakes are opportunities for them to grow. So a person will always say, okay, like by embracing these mistakes, they are saying, okay, where did I go wrong here? What could I have improved here? So they control, they take their power. They don't give it away by blaming circumstances or external forces. They take it to themselves and say, what is it that I could have done differently here? Because it's an opportunity for growth. They don't want to, you know, to miss that opportunity. 
So mistakes are very, I mean, like, it's okay to make mistakes. No one is great at, at, at like, uh, uh, the first time. So that's the person who has a growth mindset. Then the last one, which is the feedback. When you talk about a feedback, we are talking about that which you get from, uh, from someone who's watching you doing something. So the person with a fixed mindset doesn't take very kindly to feedback especially negative feedback. Mm. They, they take it personal and they avoid it. They will always say, yeah, but it's, I mean, like, you know what? Uh, you are saying that because you don't understand. You are saying that because, you know, you've never been here uh, where I am. You don't know how difficult it is. So feedback is something that is avoided. Now, this is the person with a fixed mindset. But if you look at a person with a growth mindset, they will even ask for feedback. They will solicit it you know, from someone who has done that thing that they are doing before, because they know this is the only way that they can be able to grow. They appreciate it. So so you can see now these, these two ways of showing up, because when you t- talk about ingredients of achieving dreams, they lie on these four things. Your effort, the challenges, the mistakes, and the feedback. If you do not take kindly to these things because you're thinking that, you know, you are born a, a genius, you are born a winner. Yes, you are born a winner in terms of potential, but you've got to work at that. You've got to receive feedback. It's something. So start seeing yourself as a five and fight for this five. Because if you don't see yourself as a five, you will always settle for a three, which means that you are living a life of mediocrity. And when it comes to feedback, Pamanda, I need to state something here. When it comes to feedback, I'm not talking about feedback from anyone or any person who doesn't know what you are doing. Always choose people that are great at what you are, what you are doing so that when they give you feedback, they give you feedback that is constructive. Mm-hmm. Not just anyone because you may, you may be receiving feedback from someone who doesn't qualify to give you feedback. Because they are just saying, oh, just improve. But how must I improve? You know, that's very, very important. So if you want, for for an example, others in terms of money, you want to be a millionaire, don't just receive feedback from someone who has never had a million in their bank account or something. And how are they going to really advise you? Because people are going to say, no, just work hard and save money. But if someone has had it, he will tell you how to save that money and how to work hard. Because you may be working hard on the wrong thing. Yeah, I promise you. Now, in terms of seeing yourself, uh, you you could be aspiring to do one thing. Yes. But uh, given the circumstances you find yourselves in, find it difficult to see yourself as that which you aspire towards. Yes. You you see, this this is where now something happens. Yes, that will happen. And one thing that you need to always accept and understand is that Life will always happen. Life, they will always, in life, there will always be circumstances. There's nothing, there's no life that is circumstances free. We will all have challenges. That's why then it's important to have people who are ahead of you. People that will show you and work with you and show you your potential as well. I mean, for me as a life coach, it's so nice and, you know, to always see people coming through. And when I show them what they are capable of achieving, and where they are missing and wasting time and energy and money, 
you see them opening up their eyes and saying, whoa, I've always been blinded to this. And some of them even cry from under, seeing how much they've actually been wasting. And that tells you that, you know, you cannot see the picture if you're in the frame. You cannot see the label when you're trapped inside the box. You need someone who's outside of the box that will show you that the label, you know, in this box reads this and be able to help you out. So because you cannot, normally you, you would always make excuses. I mean, as human beings, we are very, you know, interested in instability. But if you always want to be stable, you will nev- never get higher or get to that highest version of yourself. You've got to be real. You've got to get someone who's going to call you on your stuff. Did, did you find that we are creatures of comfort, Brovelli? Bro, bro um, yes. We, we'd like to be in a comfort zone and just take it easy from then on. Yes. That's the reason why I'm talking about that. We are interested in stability. That kind of stability becomes that comfort zone because you are used to this. It, it, it's something that is anthropologically you know, uh, uh, proven. I mean, through evolution of, of, of us, uh, human beings, from the caveman days, that's exactly what happened. It was all about trying to be safe and trying to be liked. Those two things are those that are defining us as human beings. We like to be liked. And when someone pulls and tries to do something else, it's like he's frowned upon. That's why, therefore, one of the guys by the name of Ralph Alderman said, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there's no path and leave the trade. And he came back again and he said, when as a person you are trying to say it's so difficult to be in an environment where everyone is trying to make you something else. You know, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. So you've got to win yourself over. Try to find someone who is independent, someone who is free, who's living their dreams. That can be able to help you. Don't always make excuses for yourself because your dreams are calling you and they've long been calling you. Now it's time to answer the call. Hey, sometimes just picking up that call can be... uh, That's when sometimes we experience these internal conflicts. You see, it will never be easy. And when you start experiencing these internal conflicts and you've got someone who's going to push you, then that's when you start reaching higher and higher. Because once you start tasting success, you will never, ever be the same again. You will get into the mode of tasting this success. That's why when people become successful, not just by winning a lotto, I'm talking about people who work and produce positive results and then they feel good and they feel successful then they want to repeat that because that's how we are wired. We are wired for success. When you do something and you feel good about it, you will always be triggered to do more of it and be successful. So that's a nice thing about it. You cannot run away from circumstances. Like now we're saying 2021, we hope we're going to be a good year. The question I'm constantly asking people is, how good are you? What are you bringing into 2021? instead of just expecting that it's going to be a good year. What are you bringing? Because you are the game changer. 2021 is not a game changer. It gives you 365 days a year, four seasons. In a year, it gives you 52 weeks and stuff like that. But what are you bringing it? You can't just be bringing hope. 
you've got the power. Come on. I mean, you were born with this potential. You were born with the, you know, with this ability to achieve. So don't get stuck and make excuses and saying, oh, no, it's difficult. Of, of course, it's not meant to be easy. Otherwise, if it was easy, then life wouldn't be an interesting thing. It must be a challenge in order for you to grow. So then would you encourage that we have a positive outlook on life and a positive outlook on ourselves? There's no other way. We, we need to do that and encourage that. Look at yourself positive. Start, and how do you do that? I mean, for me as a person, what I did is I started reading biographies and autobiographies, those books about people who did great things in the world. I mean, you get so surprised about where they started. It was about, they started from humble beginnings. And they were actually, some of them were even worse off than the most of us. So when you look at it, therefore, it's not about the fact that they had it easy. So when you look at someone who started from humble beginnings, and then it starts dawning on you to say, wow, they had to fight through all the challenges for them to get to the top. So it means if it's possible for them, it's possible for me too. But if you are forever watching and listening to the news, I mean, negative things, you wake up in the morning, you grab your phone, it's about negative things, you listen to the news, you watch the news, you surround yourself with negative people, you will never develop a positive outlook in your life. Start surrounding yourself with people that are positive, people who are talking life, people who are not always discussing the past because the past cannot be dragged into the future. The past is just for you to learn from it, not for you to use it daily and say, no, because I couldn't do it in the past. Therefore, it means I cannot do it in the future. That is not the case. So be careful of what you read. Be careful of who you surround yourself with. And be careful of how you look at yourself and how you talk to yourself, because how you talk to yourself will actually form the thoughts. And those thoughts will create words, and those words will generate action, and that action will lead to behavior, and that behavior will generate the results. So it's not just the results that you see that changes you, but to change your life, you need to go back to the source, which is how you talk to yourself, what you hear most of the time, the people around you, what you read, what you listen to. Those things, they are the ones that are actually feeding this stuff into your brain. How you talk to yourself, the language you use when you talk to yourself. Yes. Use a positive language. Don't always blame yourself and beat yourself up for the mistakes you've made. Don't avoid, I mean, like feedback. Don't avoid putting an effort. And don't run away from challenges. And whenever these things happen, have someone that is reliable, someone that you will trust, someone that will you know, walk with you, someone that will actually give you feedback, someone who's earned the right. Because it's easy for people to, to give, I mean, like feedback or to give advice, but which is untested. And that's why I normally say to people, trust or faith untested cannot be trusted. You know, you cannot testify if you have never been there, if you have never been tested. So, People are so quick to dispense advice. Oh, my friend, do this, but they've never done it themselves. Mm. Oh, my friend, it's hard. But, oh, no, because they didn't do it right. So, oh, my friend, it's hard. Oh, my friend, this. Come on. We have the power. So you've got to get people and humble yourself. Forget about ego. 
throw your ego out of the window and get people that are willing to help you, people who have earned the right to talk about what you want to achieve. Not just trying to get, you know, uh, advice from people who don't even know how that thing is done. If you are a level three, don't try to get advice from the level threes and level twos. Always reach for the level fours and level fives. You know, that's what happens because they've been there. They know what they're talking about. And that's a reality. Taking stock? Taking stock is always the thing. Right now, we've been saying that January is coming. I've been preaching that as well. Now it's time to take stock. But to take stock is simply saying, where do I want to go? What results do I want to improve or to produce? Once you are clear with that picture, it means you are building castles in the air. Now, the second step is to come back and build a foundation and say, okay, in order for me, therefore, to produce the, those results, what kind of a person must I become? So in order for me to become that person, what skills must I generate? In order for me to generate those skills, what books must I read? What information, what classes must I go to? Which people must I surround myself with? Who can I get as a mentor? Who can I get a coach? Who's qualified to create that? Who has created that or produced those results before? So taking stock is about that. What am I currently doing? If you are doing something, you're going south, and the results require you to go north, then it means you've got to change direction quickly. That's what taking stock is about, because some people may be mistaken about taking stock. It's just sitting there and just daydream and say, okay, I'm going to change. But what exactly are you going to change? Because what you're going to change must be related to what you want to create, about what you want to build. So constantly ask yourself, what am I building? Because you cannot be accumulating bricks while you are building a glass house. Hence, I'm saying, be very clear, first of all, what are you building? Are you building a glass house? Or are you building a brick house? Then if you're building a brick, a brick house, therefore, collect bricks, collect cement, and stuff like that. So most people are forever collecting things that are not helpful to them mm. in the name of just collecting all oh, this information. Oh, did you hear this guy talking? I mean, you listen to politics, you listen to, to health, you listen to this. But the question is, what are you building? What kind of a person? must you be to produce the results? Most people are not clear in terms of the vision. That's why I even said that for the lack of vision, people perish. How do you perish? You perish spiritually. You just you are just an existing person. I mean, a, a moving dead body somehow. You are just existing, but you are not living. Because you don't have something that drives you. You're not inspired. You're not motivated. You may not be needing motivation every day in what you do. It means if you're needing motivation every day, there are people who have actually made listening to motivation as a career. Yeah. You cannot be listening to motivation as a career. You've got to be using it just to pump you up at times, you know, from time to time. But you need to be inspired by what you want to achieve because it's good enough. It's big. It's challenging. Ravelli, very well said. I hope many of us are looking at ourselves as building empires and determining how soon that empire, you know, gets off the ground. Once again, Bravelli, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for always waking us up to these realities that can take us to the next, next level in our lives. Wishing you a great Monday and a fabulous week ahead. 
Thank you very much. I wish you the same and the listeners as well have said, you have the power to live your dreams. Now it's time to set your soul on fire. Let's go. Let's go. Bravelindaba at Valindaba on all the socials. He's always there, ready to talk to you. He's a motivational speaker, life coach. He wears a number of hats. He's, he comes in very handy.